What's up, good people? It's your boy DJ the Pog Boy, and we in the building. Welcome to a new episode of the Lime Show. I'm here. I missed you guys. I always miss you guys. I appreciate everybody who uh has been subscribing, who's been liking, people leaving comments on my videos. I appreciate all that. Keep showing love. Uh, and as we grow, you're gonna grow along with me. I mean, you're gonna see a lot of growth, and I appreciate that because it's a lot more things coming. Got a lot of things. Coming, y'all. I've been sick these past couple days. It's been terrible. Well, not terrible. It's been manageable. Everything's been manageable. It's been nothing bad. I've been drinking so much tea and water. You end up in the bathroom a lot, though. That's the truth. Uh, I mean, of course, take my vitamins. Always should be taking your vitamins. Make sure you get the, uh, the things you need in your system that you naturally won't get if you're not taking your vitamins. It is important, especially as the weather changes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I mean, I got some things to talk about. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, yeah, y'all got to excuse me. Hey, you know, again, this is like the continuation of me being a little bit under the weather. So, yeah. Work with me. But, you know, we got to start off on a little bit of a somber note. Uh, first of all, I got to say R.I.P. R.I.P. to uh, Michael K. Williams. He was found dead in his apartment. Uh, most of you might know him from Omar from the Wire. In my opinion... That was a classic role. The Wire is one of the greatest shows on TV of all time. Top 10 shows all time on TV. Uh, let's read a little bit of this argu- uh, This article. I'm about to say argument. I've been in arguments earlier arguing basketball. Y'all, y'all got to excuse me. Uh, but it says, Michael K. Williams. An actor best known for his role as Omar Little on HBO's The Wire has died. He was 54. Williams was found dead in his New York City apartment Monday afternoon, a law enforcement official told CNN. Investigators found drug paraphernalia near his body. The official said the investigation is ongoing, according to another law law enforcement source who spoke to CNN. Our family has been shaken to the core by the loss of Mike. Thank you to everyone who has contacted us. Sorry for the ad. Of course, the ad will pop up in the middle of me reading. Uh, thank you for everyone who's contacted us, flooded us with love, and more importantly, prayers. I will miss my brother, my best friend, and birthday partner in this round. But I know he will continue to watch over me and our family in heaven as he did on earth. Michelle Chambers, William's sister, said in a statement Tuesday. CNN contacted representatives for waiting for comment. Uh, in 2017, uh, with the New York Times, Williams spoke openly about his struggles with substance abuse. Addiction doesn't go away. And it doesn't. Uh, I, I've had addicts in my family. They've dealt with drug problems for a long time. Uh I have an uncle I'm really close with. He's dealt with drug problems for as long as I've known him. And when he the drugs aren't hitting him, he's one of the best people to be around. 
It's not like his personality just changes. He just stopped mixing. He stopped making decisions that he normally wouldn't make. And it usually ends up with him ending up incarcerated each time. So, uh, I know a lot of addicts. I've, I mean, I grew up in the hood. I've had friends whose parents were addicts. Uh, like I said, I've dealt with addicts in my family. Uh, it's tough because when it comes to addiction, you have to want to change and you have to put the work in behind it. And then you also need a support system to be there with you. That's why uh, you have to want to make the change. That's part of the thing. You can't change nobody. People have to change themselves because for as much as you'll want somebody to do what you would expect them to do, they have their own life to live and their own decisions to make. And it's sad to see drug addiction take the life of another person. But it's something that's uh that's been frequent. You know, drug uh drug overdoses have skyrocketed since the pandemic started. So it's not like it's something that we haven't seen. It sucks. It sucks so much. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, let's get back into this. Says Williams, a Brooklyn native, most recently appeared uh in HBO's Lovecraft County. I've actually saw, you know, Lovecraft. I saw him in there. I didn't finish up the season. I did not finish up season one, but I did see him in there. Uh, He had a, from what I seen, it looked like he was going to have a pretty big role in that show. So, you know, that sucks. Uh, In the series, F is for Family. I've I've seen like a preview of that on Netflix. I have not watched it yet. Maybe we'll check it out one of these days. He became a... uh, an almost iconic figure for many thanks to his role in The Wire as Omar Little, a shotgun-wielding character who made his living robbing drug dealers. He definitely did. Omar, uh, you know, for the role he played, he played his role. He played the role of Omar, you know what I'm saying? If you haven't seen The Wire, go watch The Wire. I'm just going to recommend that. Uh, but yeah, reports came out that he overdosed off of fentanyl, which has been destroying drug supplies. Like it, I seem like fentanyls and everything, and all it takes is a uh, really a little bit to really mess you up. Uh sad man. It's sad. It is sad. Looks like he was supposed to be in the upcoming movie about George Foreman. Uh, mm. I to Michael K. Williams. Uh, prayers go out to his family, to his friends, to everybody who knew him. Because that that's one way to go out right there. That is a special kind of way to go out. You know what I'm saying? Because addiction is real. Uh, and you can be addicted to more than just drugs. People have food addictions. People who have addictions to sex. People have addictions to uh, excitement. You know, the adrenaline rush. They're wanting to do things to get that rush. Addiction can be dangerous. Because overindulgence of anything can be dangerous. Uh, RP. That's uh, that's what I can say. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Snow's house, you know what I'm saying? Representing. Y'all go check out the merch. Yeah, it's in the it's in the bio. Go check out the merch. Support your boy, Floss House. I hope that's not considered like a shameless plug, cause I would hate to fall in line with Fifty Cent. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Fifty Cent might be the king of plugs, the king of plugs, because he makes sure to tag everything or take any moment he can to plug something. And he actually took the death of Michael K. Williams to plug. Raising Canaan, which we got a review for that coming up a little later. Cause wow, you know what I'm saying? It was good. But back to this story. Uh social media was kind of pissed at 50. You know what I'm saying? He took the death of Michael K. Williams to promote his show. Uh so let's start off in the story. It says rapping TV producer. 50 Cent is slammed for his insensitive post about the death of acclaimed actor Michael K. Williams. His post said, Damn, if you didn't see Raising Canaan, check out that fentanyl is no joke. Killing the clientele. R.P. Michael K. Williams. 50, man. 50. I would personally say I would be mad at you for this if I didn't understand who you were. I love 50 Cent for being 50 Cent. He's problematic as hell. He's not going to apologize to shit. And he's not letting go of any grudge he has against you. That has been his persona. Good or bad. Good or bad. So we're going to get on to later things because, you know, like... uh. I mean, not later things, but apparently Michael K. Williams was friends with Jimmy Henchman, who Jimmy Henchman and 50 Cent, they have real issues. They've had real issues. And because Michael K. Williams apparently is friends with him and has supported him, 50 took offense to that. 50 has, I mean, he almost died because of street stuff. So in his mind, it's either you're with me or you're with them. You know what I'm saying? Most people in life aren't going to have the experience that 50 Cent has lived to where you're shot nine times. When you have your life on the line, he did that. So the way he's going to maneuver, I know other people have been shot before. They maneuver usually different. You make one or two things in life after uh, you survive a shooting. People either decide to walk, try to get as far away from the situation as they can. If they can, they try. But then you, I would say majority of the people I know, it makes them hard. It makes them go harder in the streets. You know, you're a harder person after that. Now, you know, it's like kind of for keeps. It's either kill or be killed. And that's the mentality that 50 Cent's going to live with. There's no way to turn that off switch in his mind. They tried to kill him. And he had real issues with Jimmy Henchman. Uh, do I think it was the right time for him to post something like this? Probably not. But again, it's 50 Cent. He's going to take a, a chance to let people know if it's up with me, it's stuck with me for life. Like his show title. So we're going to continue. Uh, so this was a post from, a, I guess, a while ago when somebody actually brought this up. Where it says 50 Cent has a new Instagram beef. 
the rapper attacked uh, Michael K. Williams on social media after defender after the HBO star defender incarcerated music executive James Jimmy Henchman Roseman, who was found guilty last year of hiring a hitman to kill a pile of fifties. So again, you're friends with somebody who just killed somebody that I'm friends with. It's up. Like, I don't have to physically see you or anything like that, but you know, I don't he didn't have to take that time to throw him under the bus, but it's fifty cent. That's what he does. That's why we watch his shows. That's why we like fifty cent. At least for the contingency of people that I know that like fifty cent, this has always been him. So I mean I can't be mad at him for doing this. Is it distasteful? Yes. Would I do it? Nah, because guess what? I can just, you know, uh if I had an issue with you and you end up passing, you know, I could just celebrate the fact that I still have life. I'm still here for another day. I'm appreciative of life like that, you know. Every day you wake up, even with the trials and tribulations, it becomes a blessing because life is a beautiful thing. When when you minus out all the bullshit. Life's a really beautiful thing when you can minus and minimize the bullshit you deal with. So on 50 Cent's official Facebook account, he put up another caption. It said, new caption alert. Hey, Jimmy, your man OD with laughing face emojis. 50 Cent ain't letting things down, but, you know, Twitter definitely was not on 50 Cent's side. So, you know, they definitely attacked 50 after this. Somebody came out and said, good morning to everyone except 50 Cent. Somebody said, 50 Cent is so petty, like, wow. I'm not surprised. But it just confirms that he has zero decency or rather zero or rather no empathy for people. I don't know if it's because he got shot nine times and lived to tell a story, but he's truly chaotic. Somebody said when 50 Cent died, no one will celebrate him. He's a disgusting, immature man. See, I wouldn't say that, man. I would not say that. There are going to be a lot of people who celebrate 50 because, I mean, a lot of people got 50 ranked high with Get Rich or Die Trying. That's probably the greatest rap album beginning to end ever. Ever. And it's a lot of songs. Slaps. Come on, y'all. Come on. Really? Really? 50 Cent literally has one of the greatest rap albums ever. People will miss 50. He has some of the best entertainment product out right now. People will miss 50. I mean, if y'all was already mad, y'all should have never supported anything he did because he's always been this person. He didn't get on and switch up. He's always been this person. They considered him so toxic that nobody wanted to sign him for so long, he had to go get it on his own and bring everybody back around. So, I mean, hey, I understand 50 Cent will push buttons. He's always push buttons. Do you expect him to change? Uh, not right away. It's 50 Cent, baby. What are you going to go change? He, that's part of his market employ right there. You know what I'm saying? He uses those things to piss you off. And because you pissed off, he wins in the end. And that's how 50 keeps doing it over and over and over and over again. I ain't knocking the hustle. Definitely not. And... We got something new for y'all. 
Because guess what? Oh, dang. I hate when they do that video style playing before I need it to pop up. But guess what, y'all? Boosie dropped the trailer for his uh, his biopic. He went on The Breakfast Club. Had a, a really good interview. He's really entertaining. Boosie's an entertaining person. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I agree with most of his message, but again, you can't choose how people feel. You can't choose people's feelings. If you could choose people's feelings, everybody's relationships would work out. But you can't do that. So guess what? That's why people break up. That's why people don't be friends for life. People change. Feelings change. Situations change. And you can't dictate how somebody's going to feel. Ever. But I love me some Boosie. You know what I'm saying? I went to school in South. In the South. University of Memphis. Shout out. Memphis is like a second home to me. I feel like it helped grow me a lot. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Memphis. Even though I'm a DC boy. You hear me? Uh, but yeah, man. Boosie is, is, is a living legend. You know what I'm saying? He's overcome so much. He's bounced back and he keeps himself grinding. You know what I'm saying? And his fan base is is real. That that Boosie fan base is real, y'all, you know. But let me go ahead and play this trailer for y'all because it, it did look good. You know what I'm saying? Boosie's ready to come with some heat. Yeah, I ain't gonna let it run back again, but I'm gonna let it play in the background while I go ahead and talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Boosie, man. I'm definitely gonna go see this. I feel like everybody should go see this. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's Boosie, baby. You hear me? I mean, what else am I supposed to say? I like the trailer. Look interesting. Boosie said it's supposed to show uh, the movie starts off while he's in his mother's womb from that scene right there with. Uh, his father comes in and asks about the money. She said, I spent it. Cause I knew you. I had to spend it before you because you was going to spend it on that shit. Like I said, some people know. When you know people, you have to accept them for who they are. And, and apparently his mother accepted uh, his father for who he was and had to move accordingly. That's why she took the money and said, hey, look, shawty. Hey, look, you ain't about to be getting high on his rent money. Because people with addictions will go get high with the rent money. They will. They they they. If it ain't nailed down, you don't know what can happen, man. Gambling addictions too. You will be addiction can put you in bad places and bad holes. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to Boosie, man. Shout out to Boosie. He didn't he didn't live the life a hell of a life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so this story right here, I found really, really interesting. T-Pain, 
has he has a lot of interesting content. Check out T Pain's show. He does a Twitch stream, and you know people repost it up on YouTube. So I see a lot of those clips, and boy, oh boy, this one was a doozy. You know what I'm saying? Let's check it out. I can feel them on that. You know, you get around certain people and you wanna, you wanna hear them giving you that stamp of approval that what you're doing is right. This would just suck if this happened. You know what I'm saying? If it happened to me, it would suck. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to say, as we hear the bar, because uh, I've seen this video, you know, I have seen this video, we're going to hear Kanye's version, and I, I know Kanye's version off the top of my head, because when I first heard that bar, I was like, ooh, Kanye came with that heat. Crazy to know that he, uh, OVO, uh, he gave uh, T-Pain that OVO can't. Sound like good music was the original OVO can't. Had people come in work, don't drop their versions, and then take a little bit of the sauce. 
That's been some of the accusations that we've heard after Donda came out. Kanye likes to uh, work with people, don't put out their stuff, and then take a little bit of the sauce. That's why I think T-Pain came out with this to give people an example of it. You know what I'm saying? T-Pain, that bar was cool, but you did not deliver it like Kanye. You Quentin Millered it for for, uh, Kanye being Drake on this one. You know what I'm saying? You was Quentin Miller. He was Drake on this one. We we just got to establish that right there. That's how it went down. He was who he was. You were who you were. And he said, I like that. Now let me go ahead and uh, make it hot. Too many Urkels on your team. That's why your wins low. It ball way harder than the way you said it, T Pain. It sucks he took your line. I'd be mad too if he took my line, but he he uh he did a Jay Z. You made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. He took what you did and and put the spice on it. The spice he put on it made it a classic bar. No offense, T Pain, but I would have never heard that bar from you if you didn't, uh, if that video didn't come out and the context and everything was put to it. But I believe you because you said it, and I believe you as well because we uh, uh, hit Kanye like stealing sauce. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes maybe the taking of sauce is what makes him the greatest producer because he he hears something and he knows how to amplify it. Not everybody can amplify what they do. Sometimes you can amplify somebody else's stuff even more. Sometimes other people can amplify your stuff even more. And maybe that was just the case. You know what I'm saying? But while we're on Kanye, this story right here was funny. It was funny. Like, whoo. Kanye don't play about, you know. He don't play when it comes to his music, as we've learned. Uh to other people's detriment. He does not care when it comes to his music. So, allegedly, Kanye West fired an engineer in the middle of them doing Donda. And the reason why was because the engineer woke up late. But Kanye is hilarious. So, I'm going to uh, bring up the messages so we can go ahead. I'm going to read these off to you. So academic says allegedly this is messages between one of Kanye West engineers and him. Recently, his iCloud was hacked, so people found out the reason why he was fired. Allegedly. And and, and boss, Kanye gave him a ball on this one. So uh the engineer hits him up. No, Kanye hits up the engineer. He says, Good morning, let's work. Two hours later. He texts him, you're fired, go home. The engineer hits him back. He says, I'm really sorry. I have no excuse. I set an alarm for 7.30 a.m. And for whatever reason, 
My phone wasn't alerting me. I woke up at 11.08 to miss calls and got dressed as fast as I could. Lou was already on it. Uh, as fast as I could. Lou was already in his way to get books. And they just got here. I didn't call back right away because I was in a panic trying to find a ride. I know this is unacceptable. I'm sorry. And Kanye hit on one of the hardest bars ever. Stop texting. Go find God. Whoo! That boy told him, go find God. You missed your chance with me. You better go pray to the Lord for another opportunity. <laughs> That's what Kanye tried to tell that man. Like, hey, Kanye was vicious with that one. That was uh, a classic one-liner for me. I feel like people are going to take that one. That's, a, that's worth stealing some souls. You got to go tell people, like, I'm not about to argue with you. Go find God. Like, what? Nah, you need to go. You hear me? Like, I'm not going to argue. Go find God. I'm sorry. Yeah. Save your sorrows when you go repent to Jesus. Or whoever y'all may, you know, go talk to. You know, whichever one of them. Go find the universal God and you'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? That was funny, though. Kanye definitely spanked him with that one. Go find God. <clears throat> Can't make it up. So... Certified lover boy First week sales have come in And according To uh, The sales It looks like Drake's gonna have the biggest Opening day This year for an artist Did we think he wasn't gonna do it? Did, did people really think uh, Drake wasn't gonna do that Cause I, I definitely got another crazy number We gonna pull up So let me get into this article for y'all So in the article it says Drake is certainly playing in a league of his own When it comes to album sales and hip hop According to Hits Daily Double The Six God's latest effort Certified Lover Boy is projected to earn north of 600,000 total album equivalents units in his first week sales. CLB is expected uh, to breeze to Drake's sixth number one album when it debuts atop of the Billboard 200 next week. Those 600,000 first week sales will not only be the biggest album debut in 2021, eclipsing Kanye West Donda, but it will be the highest first week sales in hip hop since Drake's last album. Stop playing with my boy. Stop playing with my boy. He's only breaking his own records. Now, of course, his last album did do better. But that don't matter because guess what? Nobody did numbers that big since his last album. So, I say uh, Drake's last album, Scorpion, did 732 albums in its opening week. That's crazy numbers right there. That What is that one dance on there? That was a made. Oh, no, no, no. I'm tripping. That's before that. 
Scorpion, he already had the beef with Kanye. It was Kiki, do you love me? And all that, you know what I'm saying? How did I, I don't know why I jumped past on that, but you know what I'm saying? Drake's just that man. He definitely had God's plan and he had made, he had probably more hits coming out already leading up to the project. He probably had bigger records in totality. In my opinion, you know what I'm saying? It says with Kanye taking home his 10th number one on the Billboard 200 with 309,000 total album equivalent units in 4.5 days. It says the talk of hip hop, the talking town in hip hop has been comparing those two albums. Definitely has. But if we're going to go to numbers and album talk, we got to go see what Axe said about the numbers. And he posted this up from Rolling Stones. It says, in just three days, Certified Level Boy has already outstreamed Donda in total. It took three days. He's already surpassed all of Donda listens. That's amazing. That's amazing. It says in just three days, CLB has already outstreamed Donda from Friday through Sunday alone. CLB sold over 430 million on-demand audio streams in the U.S. By comparison, Donda put in just 423 million in its first eight days on streaming. Whoo! Drake is like a cheat code. He is definitely the cheat code. How do you stop or slow down Drake? Every time somebody thinks it's another error or somebody's all trying to nip at the heels of Drake, he just does that. How do you compare? You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely would have loved to see Drake respond to Kendrick because I felt like the whole family ties is just shots at Drake and he just... Act like he ain't here. Unless it was some subs or something on the album, I ain't here. But I was definitely hoping to hear some responses to Family Ties, which I didn't get. Would have been nice. Definitely would have been nice. Really nice to talk about. Uh, so this story right here is crazy. Crazy, insane, deranged, all of that there. It's all of those things wrapped up in one. So apparently there's been a 911 operator in New Orleans who has been accused of hanging up on people. She's not taking information. She's knowing you're in trouble. She just hangs up the call. That, if that ain't a piece of... Mm, special place for people like you. It's a special place. So let's get into this story, man, because it was a crazy one. Precious Stevens. She did nothing precious in the uh, in efforts of trying to do her job. Nothing precious about it.
Yeah, that's wild. So Precious Stevens is literally just taking these phone calls and saying, hey, I ain't doing no work today. Click. Who raised you? As T.K. Kirkland would say, who raised you? That is the laziest shit I've ever seen in a job. Something has to be wrong with you. Who just gets to the mindset of uh, people calling the emergency service line? You're going to hang up on them. This is people's worst moments, probably. They need you. They need you in this moment. You took on a job where people need you, and you just left them hanging. You can't do that. Don't take positions of power like that and leave people hanging. You become the scum. Scum. You're nasty for that. Like, I hope nobody died or had any serious injuries because of her because she should be an accessory. She should definitely be considered an accessory to murder if that's the case. Because you can't do that. It's crazy. It's ludicrous. It's insane. Deranged. All wrapped up in one. I'm definitely going to keep y'all updated on Precious Stevens. That's crazy. Crazy. But it's time for some TV talk. And... Uh, I mean, this has kind of been the, a theme here. Give an update on Raising Canaan because that's been one of the things I've consistently been watching. That's uh, up to date. You know what I'm saying? I've been going to like some older stuff, running it back. You know, some really good shows from back in the day. But I figured y'all would want to stay more current. I would. I, I'll start giving recommendations for older things as well. I guess that'd be fair. People might want some throwbacks to go be able to run through. You know what I'm saying? See the whole thing from start to finish and not have to wait a year in between seasons. Could be a good idea. Go watch The Wire. <laughs> As I said earlier, that's that's something great. But, yeah, I'm raising Canaan. Ah, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. She gone. The little, uh, the white girl, she gone. That fentanyl ain't no joke. So Kanan thought he he could be a big dog. And he said, I'm going to go ahead and cook up the crack. The batch of crack he made had everybody dying. You cannot make product to sell that's going to kill people. Because if you're selling any type of product, you need repeat customers. He was not getting y'all repeat customers when he stepped on it with fentanyl. Ah, they were dying off. And the little girl that he in love with, I felt like she was trying to tell him, she, you know, dropped the dime a little bit on him. But he didn't get a chance to because he's so smitten. That boy's smitten. Before he had the kitten, he was smitten. But now that he got it, oh, my man, ain't shit you can say about, uh, what's her name, Dina? I think it's Dina. Something like that. There's nothing you can say bad about her. Uh, but Kanan messed up. He tried to be a big dog, and he, he ended up cooking up a bad batch. Not only that, as the cops pulled up on him, he gives the little bit of uh, crack that he had to his cousin, who in turn goes to meet... Uh, the girl she's talking to, 
And she digs inside her uh, book bag and takes the crack. She decides before she's going to go to her dance to hit the crack. And it hit her. And I feel like this is a pivotal turn in the storyline. Like, this is a, a huge turn because if you watch previous Powers, you know, Jukebox became a savage. But if you watch Jukebox now, she she's not one to be that person. She was trying to still live life. And, you know, she was in her survival mode, as you would say, because Marvin's a shitty father. He's probably... He's just a terrible father. He's terrible. Like, if you've been watching the show, you would not want Marvin to be your pops. He is not a leader. Do not follow. You know what I'm saying? But this is going to change Jukebox. I want to see how she's going to try to bounce back from this. Because, who? Her girl died. But we got the trailer right here. We're going to get into some of this trailer. That boy trying to get back in his son's life. Do y'all think he really cares about being in Canaan life? Or do he just want that kidney? That's the that's what I want to know. I mean, maybe he want to be in his son's life. But to find out, you know, you may have a son now. After you had to look for relatives. Now you're really going to investigate and find out. Nah, that's my son. Well, you been all these years, bro. You should have knew that from the beginning when Cuz was locked up and you was hitting it. So I'm just saying. That boy Joey Badass can act. Every time I see Joey Badass act, I'm like, hey, this kid's amazing. This kid amazing. Joey Badass is an amazing actor. I believe him. Every role he plays, I believe him. Well, at least in everything I've seen him in this and Wu-Tang, which I mean, he's killed. He's killed it, Definitely. But, you know, Razor Kane, it's going to be interesting how all of this plays out. Does Kanan tell her it's his fault? Does he? Or does he hide that? Because, I mean, it's his fault, but he didn't do it intentionally. She didn't do it intentionally. Shawty should have never stole your shit. She didn't steal your shit. She'd still be here. Uh, But, yeah, you know, I'm going to keep this episode short. Like I said, man, I have been a little under the weather, so I was trying to not try and rush through anything because I want to make sure I drop something off for y'all because I love y'all. I love the support y'all give me, you know. For people who don't subscribe, make sure you hit that subscribe button. For people who don't support, go check out a couple videos. I'm pretty sure we got something up here that you will love. But this is your boy, DJ The Park Boy. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Lime Show. Make sure you like, subscribe, share. And comment on the content that we do have. Uh, as always, you guys have an amazing day. Have an amazing week. And we're going to be back soon. Because guess what? Football come on tomorrow. So that means Friday. I got to talk some shit about football. So we're going to be back soon, man. I appreciate y'all. And I'll see y'all next time. I'm out.